just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Yeah, swimming, yeah, okay, swimming. but there's no Dory in this movie, Kaylee. No, but there's something better. In this round, we jump into some deep sea diving with the Meg, short for Megalodon, a prehistoric 75 foot long shark. Grab your scuba gear and, well, wait, we can't drink whiskey or eat popcorn in the ocean. What? All right, I'm Kaylee. She's Tuesday, and we are talking The Meg today. This movie starts with an epic deep-sea rescue. We see Jason Statham, our lead man, as Jonas. He is a deep-sea rescue diver, and he's uh, saving some Americans from a downed and leaking submarine at, like, the bottom of the ocean. And something happens. The sub starts to implode from the outside in, And it's not due to any sort of structural damage. Things get really dicey, and Jason's character, Jonas, has to make some quick decisions. They got to abort and get out of there as fast as they can. So some tragedy begins right at the top of the film. We fast forward some years. We get to see a new state-of-the-art marine station set some 300 miles or so off the coast of China. supposed to be the most advanced marine biology lab in the world. And a crew from the lab is exploring the bottom of the ocean, and they go down deeper than ever before. Uh, Apparently, at least in the lore of this film, what they thought was the ocean floor ends up turning out to be some sort of like fog, a gas that's hiding a whole nother level of the ocean. And that level is apparently warmer than the water above it. And there's lots of oohs and ahs and amazing scenery and sea creatures. And then it turns to screams of terror as a submersible is hit by also some sort of unknown object. And you can take a wild guess at what that is. What's that? There's a monster outside. discovered is bigger than we ever thought possible how big is that thing it was the largest shark that ever existed a living fossil thought to have been extinct for over two million years wrong And so chaos ensues. Um, it's a, a wild ride, and it's it's just a lot of a lot of water, a lot of sharks, a lot of screaming and swimming. Uh, people, a dog. It's it's something else. Um, I have to say, this film felt very much like a cross between well, Jaws, obviously, but also. There was a sense of like Jurassic Park in this, The Abyss, which is a great movie, and uh, also the journey to the center of the earth kind of story. I just felt like all these elements kind of played into the Meg storyline quite a bit. I can see that. 
So the film concept was actually originally nabbed by Disney all the way back in 1997. That's actually right after the book was published that this movie is based off of, titled Meg, A Novel of Deep Terror by Steve Alton. You know, when push comes to shove, they clearly sat on this for a while. And you always hope when a company sits on a purchase for for years that they're thinking of either the perfect angle or the route to take. But sadly, I think The Meg was an all right movie. Not bad, not excellent. Mm, Well, you see, I want to go to bat for this film. Uh, You know, for what it is, a, a giant shark movie, it's a lot of fun. I went into this film with super low expectations. I mean, just last year's shark movie, uh, 47 Meters Down, was a huge disappointment. And, you know, when it comes to films like this that are kind of these pseudosciences, um, they're asking me to believe a lot. It's It worked for me on The Meg. And because I can accept a certain level of that pseudoscience, but, you know, once you cross that line, it's no good. But I I think the Meg managed to get me to believe from the get-go, even though it's a little bit ridiculous. I was along for the ride. And the setup was interesting, was intriguing. Um, They didn't go too deep into the science, which I think worked in its favor. Yeah, I just feel like it tread that fine line between stupid and fun, and it definitely landed on the side of fun. Yeah, and I can agree with you. Ultimately, you have to take it for what it is. It's a fun summer shark movie. It's not ridiculous like Snakes on a Plane, but it does have some really good one-liners in it. The effects are amazing, and I jumped quite a few times, but it isn't on caliber with the first few Jaws movies, nor do I think really anything will be. It's, like you said, less realistic and, and tries to be more scientific in ways, and, you know, luckily... They can be less realistic with this because you have such advanced, like, FX screen technology that, you know, you couldn't have pulled this off back when they made the Jaws movies. I mean, they were still using, you know, electronic crazy machines to make the sharks. And nowadays, they're fighting with something on a green screen. (laughs) So luckily, with all of that more advanced technology, you can make stuff that almost seems second worldly and not really scientifically here on earth. Yeah. Part of what worked for this film is that they went to a place that was on earth, but undiscovered. So that really opens up the possibility of what you can get away with in the story. The fact that the bottom of the ocean was deeper than they thought, you know, and that it's protected by this gas to stay warmer. There was a bunch of creatures in there that looked familiar if you do study deep sea creatures or maybe open to National Geographic every once in a while. But there's also some creatures that kind of in the background that I was like, that's weird. What's that? But clearly was probably something from the imagination of the CGI animators and, and the storyboarders. I was able to be like, okay, so yeah, there could be prehistoric sharks hanging down at the bottom of the ocean. Why not? Well, and that's where you kind of get to that journey to the center of the earth slash like Jurassic Park. Like, Technically, in our sciences, could we probably finagle a way to make a dinosaur? Sure. Like, it's not completely out of this world concept, and they very much place it into our world, almost as if, well, yeah, didn't you know Jurassic Park exists? And they very much play it off like that. So when you're relating it to those kind of films like Journey to the Center of the Earth, I absolutely agree on that. 
platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally, totally. And like with the Abyss concept, sort of a similar thing. Um, In that movie, it turns out to be like an alien at the bottom of the ocean. But, you know, this kind of like futuristic, but not too far in the future tech, it really kind of draws you in of like what it could be. And that lab down there was really, really cool. Oh, everything they did with that, that remote lab was so fun. And felt very realistic. I'm like, I want to work in a lab like that. I want to walk that donut ring around the lab through, you know, the the middle layer of the ocean and see whales playing outside the window. How cool would that be? No, that's like a real smoke break. (laughs) So I've got some notable actors here. Of course, Jason Statham, Avi. We have Bingbing Lee, who is actually Jason's love interest and this like really strong, awesome female lead. And Cliff Curtis playing Mac really shined for me during the film. And obviously, everyone knows I'm going to say Ruby Rose because, mm-hmm. well, she's hot. And <laughs> fun fact, Ruby Rose almost drowned while filming on the set. So really, that you know, that's putting your all into a role if I've ever seen it. That's like the worst way to go in my mind is drowning like that. That, that scene at the beginning of this movie when that submarine is like going down and the water's filling the tube, that freaked me out more than the shark. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just that, that sense of feeling trapped or like not be, oh my gosh, yeah. It, it'd, be, it'd be horrible. It'd be really horrible. I do want to actually zero in here on Bing Bing Lee. She's a well-known actress in China and it's so obvious. It's a collab between Hollywood and China. And this is nothing new. We've talked about this before on the podcast, but China is really trying to make inroads on making films that appeal outside of their own country. They want to be at the same level as Hollywood as far as making entertainment and transporting their culture in a way. And so we had earlier this year Skyscraper uh, with Dwayne Johnson, which was another big uh, Hollywood blockbuster and I had said in that review that I felt like that was a pretty good film with the Hollywood-Chinese combo that worked. Mm-hmm. I feel like The Meg is even a step above that. This film will appeal to American audiences. And Bing Bing Lee is fantastic. Her English is really good. She's a fantastic actress. This is my first time seeing her. And the character she has is really interesting because... She's a strong woman. She's a marine biologist. She's a shark diver who's like gone on whatever, some 700 shark dives. You know, she doesn't pussyfoot around. Ruby Rose's character as well, another strong woman, this kind of engineer type. I like that because they don't cowtail to the men in the story. They're on equal standing, each in their own way. Like Jason Statham's character is something different. You know, he's a deep sea rescue diver, so his skill sets are different than hers, and yet they were able to mesh together really well. So I feel like for being an action film and a and a shark movie, they kind of fleshed out their characters pretty well, I would well, say. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think the real silver lining, if someone was in the air between recommending or not recommending the movie, I think the acting was what really put it over the moon to at least say, you know, don't go in with crazy expectations, but if you just want a fun movie that's going to make you feel cold for a little bit since it's so hot out, <laughs> um, you know, go and enjoy it. I couldn't agree more. I think I like this movie maybe just a smidge more than you, Tuesday. Um, but I'm partial to my um, my Jurassic Parky, dinosaur-y... Science nerdy. Science 
nerdiness movies all the way. So we're not saying, you know, we're going to see it at any award shows this year. But if you are a fan of the movies that we've, you know, said in this podcast that we think it's similar to, just go try it. Grab some popcorn. Just have fun. It's a fun summer movie and take it as such. Well, that's it for this review. We hope you check out The Meg. If you do, let us know what you think. Uh, You can leave your comments on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. It's all there. And don't forget to subscribe to us. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. You can follow us on SoundCloud as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.